Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hello and welcome to the iPath Podcast. This is the home of current and future auto damage appraisers and adjusters. Whether you're currently working in the industry or interested in what it takes, thank you for being here. I am your host and your guide, Chris Stanley. Today is episode 32 and I wanted to share with you the first five adjuster licenses every hail adjuster should obtain. I've asked about what licenses to obtain over and over, and I figured it was time to address it here on the podcast. I know, I know, I've missed a few weeks, and I apologize. I've been sick for a few weeks. We had a huge storm in Dallas. It's all no excuse, but I apologize for the absence, and I am back. Uh, Lots of great things are happening and brewing in the background, and and I want to help you by covering these licenses that you should obtain. But first, I need to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Badger Mapping. Let me tell you, Steve Benson and his team over at Badger Mapping have created the very best mapping software I've found for auto adjusters and appraisers. Badger Mapping has an amazing route optimization that handles my least favorite part of the job, scheduling. All I have to do is uh, put in the claims that I have, and Badger Mapping tells me the order I want to call and inspect them in. With notes, names, custom fields, Badger Mapping is truly a management system for all your companies. It's not just a mapping system. It's so much more than that. Get two free months of Badger Mapping for being an iPath listener. Two free months. All you have to do is go to iPath.com slash Badger Mapping and click on the free trial. Follow the instructions to earn your two free months. Okay, so I, I like I said, I've been out for a few weeks, and I have to tell you, I've missed it. Um, I've missed doing the podcast, although the podcast is a small part of what the IEPath is all about. It is definitely a part that gives me an adrenaline rush and something that I really enjoy doing, and I hope that is actually adding value to all of you listening. And so let's get into it. The first five licenses, every hail adjuster should have. So we're really doing this kind of by the numbers and then I kind of you know about how many cl- hail claims there are in each state. But then I kind of twisted it and I threw in some of my own in there. So so really you're going to get a lot more than five adjuster licenses, but I can promise if you pull out getting these five hail adjuster licenses um you're going to be so far into the game. Uh, you know, people talk about having 20 and 30 licenses. My in-laws have something around 20 licenses uh, for pilot catastrophe, and that's amazing. But in the hail arena, really, if you get these five, you're you're going to be able to work almost any storm. And I'm going to show you how uh, here. So by the numbers, the very first thing you got to do is you got to get your resident state license. I don't know what that is. You know, if uh, if you're in Texas, it's got to be Texas. So I've actually got a list of six here because if you're 
resident state is one of these five, then I wanted to give you one more. And if you are in a non-licensed state, then you need to get your Indiana license. So number one, the very first license you've got to get as a hail adjuster is your resident state license, wherever you live, whatever that is. And if you live in a non-licensed state, you got to get your Indiana license. Now, I had an executive of a company uh, read through my upcoming book, The Hail Adjuster's Playbook, and see that I said, go get your Indiana license. And he texted me, and he's like, Chris, Indiana? Question mark? Yes, Indiana. Why? Texas has been the number one license that you should get prior to about a year or two ago. Uh, Indiana has now streamlined the process to where once you apply for your license after you pass their test within two three days you can have a adjust your license in hand and be legal working storms right like that starting to get your other licenses using indiana's reciprocity which is very similar to texas uh so yes no longer is texas king in the adjusting world it's indiana simply because of the speed involved in obtaining it two to three days whereas texas can take up over a month to obtain. But number two, right on the heels of your resident state license or your Indiana license, if you're in a non-licensed state, is Texas. Why? Well, like I just said, it's been the king forever. Why not? We need to get Texas. But also, because nowhere else has more uh, costly damage as far as hail is concerned year after year than Texas. All the numbers, probably because of the just sheer size of Texas, um, it gets the most... A dollar amount of claims every year, most years. And, uh, you know, DFW, the Dallas Fort Worth area, it gets hit every year, guys. So you want to be in on those storms. Last year, it got hit four times in like a three week period. And then San Antonio got hit. Then Houston got hit with floods. I mean, if you weren't an adjuster working in Texas last year I, I, and you were sitting at home, it, if you didn't have a, a Texas license, you, you couldn't have been working in all those storms. So you got to have your Texas license for the most part for most companies. So get your Texas license. So that's number two, Texas. Number three is Oklahoma. Why would anybody live in Oklahoma? I don't know. I mean, it's almost as bad as DFW. Um, but Oklahoma gets hit with hail. They get tornadoes. They also get ice. They get it all. Floods. I mean, they're you're not safe in Oklahoma. Why you live there, I don't know. But Oklahoma is definitely a license to have because you see it on the news. Seems like every year, tornadoes, hail, everything. Oklahoma City gets hail every year. Tulsa. Um, other than that, it's pretty sporadic where there's enough population to really get deployed to. But definitely, number three is Oklahoma. By the numbers, by my own uh, deployment uh, over the years, you definitely need Oklahoma in your reservoir, in your license bag of tricks, okay? Number four, and this one might come out of the blue and as a surprise, but I'm looking at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Now, I've never been deployed here, so it shocked me, but I included it. Sorry, guys, I got a cough. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Sickness has been killer. All right, so number four, by the numbers. I'm trusting the numbers here. Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, that area, it does get hit. I personally have never been sent there. I've never been in Minnesota myself as an individual. So 
we're going by the numbers on that one. That number four is Minnesota. Um, but it's got the population. That's a big city, big area, big suburb. So, yeah, you want that. It gets a lot of hail by the numbers. Uh, number five, I'm going with Georgia. I'm going my gut here. Get Georgia. It, Atlanta, it gets hit. Savannah, do it. Don't do Alabama or Mississippi or Louisiana, Arkansas. I skipped all those. I just I don't see enough work year after year in there. But Georgia, it seems like every year people are going to Atlanta. So I'm going with my gut on this one. Let's go Bulldogs. Right, Brian Jordan? Go Bulldogs. We're going with Georgia. And then uh, lastly, number six. So I said I was going to give you six because the first one is kind of the default. you got to have your resident state license or your Indiana. And if your resident state license is one of these, I want to give you another a total of five to go get. And the last one, and I struggled, and I struggled with this one even more than the Georgia call. But I'm going with Kentucky. I'm going with Kentucky, and if if you already have Indiana, then it would have been an easy choice, Kentucky. Um, but Indiana, Kentucky, Indianapolis, every other year usually has a storm that people get called to. But Louisville consistently, Louisville, Kentucky, seems like it's a storm every year. So it's a good one to have. It's a good 100 to $200 investment or whatever it costs to get that license to say, hey, if it hails there, I want a chance to work. And that's kind of what you could look at these. These licenses make you more appealing to companies. And it's kind of like putting your chips on something saying, hey, if it hails there, I want to be glad I invested 100 bucks in Kentucky that I can go make maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. It's worth your investment even if you're wrong. But those are my picks. Let me recap before I move on. Number one, your resident state license or the Indiana license. Number two, Texas, always bigger in Texas, and the hail is no different. Number three, Oklahoma, OKC and Tulsa, they always get storms. Number four, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minneapolis, the numbers don't lie. Get Minnesota in your license bag. Number five, Georgia, the Bulldogs rule here. They get hail every year. might not be a lot. might not be three times a year like Dallas, but... Come on, let's just go with Georgia. Number six, the wild card here, just based on your home state, Kentucky. So let's go with Kentucky and Louisville. Uh, You're going to bank on that. And I know what you're thinking, but Chris, it hails a lot of other places a lot more than those five, six states you just listed. I know, I know. There's part B to this episode here. And this is the hail states that don't even require a license. So listen, if you go listen to me and get these five, six states here, um, you're golden. And let me show you why. If you have one of them, you have a really good chance at working. Because these other 13 states that get some type of hail activity every year do not require a license. So number one, the number one hail on place in the world, not in the United States, in the world, is Colorado. You don't have to have a license to work there. If you are on with a company, if you have some license somewhere, you can go work Colorado with no license. So if nothing else, you want to push to B and CO in the June, July, August time frame. That's when it hails there. It hails into May, beginning of June. It's when it really ramps up. It's a later season 
uh, state. So Colorado, number one, does not require a license. Nebraska, Omaha, every year gets a storm, does not require a license. Kansas, why you live in Kansas, I don't know. But there's not a lot of people in Kansas, so not a lot of storms as far as deployments happen there. But Kansas City, a few other places, they do see some activity. So if you have a license, whether it's for auto or property, um, in some state, you can go work Kansas because they don't require a license. So you don't have to get their state license. Missouri, St. Louis, like every year, pummeled, okay? Great, you're in if you have one license because it doesn't require one. So Missouri's a great one. We always hear these terrible tornadoes in Branson and uh, all these different places down there in that south uh, Missouri place. A friend of mine lives there, Ben. What's up, Ben? And uh, I, I just don't know how people survive those things year after year. I mean, many people don't. It's horrifying. And just, whew. But there's there's work to be had in Missouri and no license required. Iowa, another one in Hale Valley that just doesn't require a license. So, hey, you don't need that one. So why would I tell you to go get it? North Dakota, South Dakota. Believe it or not, there's not a lot of people that live there in the Dakotas. But they get deployments every year. Um, and some really cool ones too. If you get to be up, uh, up in that, in those areas, it's just, it's so beautiful up there. It's a, summer's the only good time to go though. Winter, don't go. You'll get stuck. Snow, it's disgusting. But no, North to South Dakota, no license. Tennessee, Tennessee, Knoxville, Nashville. Knoxville was my pick for the first storm of the year this year. I was wrong. It was Dallas. You could have just bet on Dallas every year and probably win. Um, but, uh, yeah, Knoxville and Nashville, two good towns, cities that actually produce deployments from hailstorms. So, uh, don't need it. Don't need a license for that right there in the middle of all the hail activity, Illinois, Chicago, seriously, think of the population in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. No license required. And it's the home of one of the bigger PDR companies in the nation, high-tech PDR, and no license required there. So guess what? If it gets hit, they might need help. Might want to give them a call. Who knows? Number 10, Ohio does not require a license. Another Hail Valley, uh, or they call it Tornado Alley, but let's let's just call it Hail Alley because we're all about hail. Tornadoes don't give us near as much work as hail, and it kills people. It's, it's no good. Tornado is no good. Hail, very good. Uh, Ohio, 11, Virginia, so Virginia and Norfolk, uh, uh, that that kind of area, and then um, Virginia Beach occasionally gets some hailstorms, and uh, depending on who you're working for, could be some good pockets. Richmond, Virginia, of uh, people who need their cars inspected, but no license required. So that's a great one that you don't have to have. Wisconsin, never been sent there, but there's got to be enough population that if a storm hits, Wisconsin could produce a storm. Green Bay area, all that. And then finally, 13, Pennsylvania. Uh, about every two to three years, there's a storm in Pennsylvania. Two years ago, there was a real big storm up there, and they really got hit hard. But that's another potential state um, that you don't have to have a license in, and you could be ready to go. So with the six that I gave you to get your resident state or your Indiana license, no, what number one. Number two, Texas. Number three, Oklahoma. Number four, Minnesota. Number five, Georgia. And then six, Kentucky. 
if you got those six, whatever those are for you with the resident state license being a little different for everyone, plus the 13 non-licensed states that do see hail, and we haven't even talked about the one more in here that you could add just to make sure, but with those alone, you have 19 states you can work hail. If you can't get work within 19 states, there's something more going on here than your licenses, okay? So don't go getting 30 licenses and go, Chris, I need to keep batting licenses. No, you don't. Something's wrong with your resume. Something's wrong how you're presenting yourself. You don't have no training. Something's going on. So get these licenses in this order. Your resident state license are Indiana, Texas, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Georgia, Kentucky, and then those other 13 are already unlocked for you once you have your first one. So get on the rosters immediately after your first license is obtained, and then go get those other five. So if you're following my advice, you'll have basically 20 states where you can work hail. I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some encouragement that really it's not so overwhelming. Get to six states. Now this is hail. Obviously, hail season's limited. March through September, basically, is all you can hope for hail. After that, you're wishing for hurricanes. Now, that's a whole other deal, getting the whole East Coast and Gulf uh, licenses. That's a different reason to get Louisiana, um, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, North Carolina, all those, Florida. But hail doesn't doesn't really blip on the radar. But if I had to give you um, those five, you know, that that's what I would go with. So... Before I go, before I sign off, I want to let you know, I mentioned it briefly, that on May 2nd, my book, The Hail Adjusters Playbook, a step-by-step guide to being and becoming catastrophic auto-hail adjuster, it comes out on Amazon. Uh, you can go ahead and get registered to receive a free copy. All you got to do is go to hailadjustersplaybook.com and sign up there. You'll immediately get access to the free resources uh, that I use in the book, which is uh, the hail scope sheet I designed, the uh, paintless dent repair matrix that I created and used, along with how to use it, and uh, the packing list of what you need to have to get ready on a hailstorm, which is kind of an ever-evolving list. I realize things I missed all the time, but it's going to help get your mind running more than anything. Uh, but when the book releases on Amazon, if you've gone there and signed up, you'll receive an email reminding you to go get the book because it's going to be free for the first three days only. So the only way you're going to get that reminder is going to hailadjustersplaybook.com and put that in. Okay. Also, if you do that, just a little tidbit here, once the book goes live, that becomes a place where you can go get the audiobook for free um, once the audiobook is finished, and that'll be a few weeks after the release. So if you go do that now, you're also going to get the audiobook completely free as well so uh, just go ahead to hailadjustersplaybook.com i've had a few people read through it and um i have to say i'm really honored and excited and uh pleased and and just i feel like god's given such blessing and grace uh to the project that i'm getting great responses and comments i I was worried i would give too much i was worried i'd give too little i was worried it didn't even matter what am i writing about hail for Um, But I really do believe it's a great tool for you moving forward in your adjusting career. If you've never done hail, this is a great book to pick up and get ready for what it'd be like to be deployed on a hailstorm. If you've done hail your entire life and you kind of want to take it to the next level and really dive into what's going on in the insurance industry, the paintless dent repair industry, and how 
you can be a better adjuster within that entire landscape. I talk about that in there. I've had a 36-year veteran of the body shop industry say, he he said he said it's the best thing he's ever read. I don't know if there's anything else on there, so I don't know if that's really a compliment or not, but I appreciate it anyways, John Denson. Uh, there, it really did. It made me feel good that, you know, it was good information that I'm putting out there. So I can promise you it'll be a good tool for you either way, and it's also entertaining. I didn't make it to be boring. It's not like a schematic uh, college textbook or anything. This has got a lot of stories about my life and my career in there as well. Um, but just go visit com to get a free copy. Go ahead and start getting those licenses. And thank you, guys. And until the next podcast episode, keep walking your path. This is your guide, Chris Stanley. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.